my very first year in Rome as a seminarian, I had a chance to attend one of the early morning masses that Pope John Paul II would celebrate and would invite a, a small number of people to be there with him uh, for that mass, and then he would greet them afterwards. And as a, as a new seminarian in Rome, it was, it was quite an introduction to, to life there. At the human level, those kinds of things feel like a, a big deal, to, to meet a particular person, to be able to shake someone's hand. Uh, years later, as a priest, uh, Cardinal Keeler was our archbishop, and he had an invitation to, to go down to the White House for one of the, um, the Christmas parties that they have. This is under President Bush. The, the cardinal's normal priest secretary was gonna be away, so he called me and said, hey, could, can you drive the cardinal down there? And so I, I did that, and then they, they do the little photo op, and uh, President Bush was kind enough. I, Cardinal Keeler had been in the car accident and needed help kind of just kind of moving and walking, so we kind of got him into the picture. I stepped off to the side, and then the president said, Father Eric, get over here, join us. I don't think that Cardinal Keeler was happy about that, <laughs> but my face is forever in that particular Christmas shot that year with, with the cardinal and with the president and, and with uh, Mrs. Bush. But those kinds of things happen where we think, oh, like, wow, I got to meet this person or I got to shake that person's hand. Um, here's why I'm thinking about that. You, you've had experiences like that in different ways. Some people do it with, with media personalities, uh, people in music or movies, things like that. We've all had that, but I, I'm thinking about that because what I want to look at with you tonight in the first reading is the, the awesome power that God gave us to, to meet him in prayer. And I'm thinking about those human examples because we, we do feel like it's a big deal to be able to somehow get close to someone, to shake their hand or talk with them. And we had our children's mass at 11 o'clock today and I was talking with the kids, hoping to wake up in them just a sense of, of amazement and wonder and awe over the fact that you and I, at any moment, are, are able to have the, the most direct and intimate conversations for real, not make-believe, but for real, with, with the Lord himself. And prayer is something that we're so used to, and because it, it often feels like it's more of a battle, maybe we, we don't fully appreciate that. And so I, I, I wanna pull a few things out from the first reading tonight, just to maybe give us a, a little bit of, of a stirring up in our heart of, of, of that amazement, I hope, of, of that desire to meet him in prayer, and, and, and hopefully that will spill over into what this coming week looks like in our own relationship with the Lord. So the, in the first reading, it starts off with us finding out that Samuel, who is, he's just a youth. I mean, he's really, ju he's just a kid whose mom literally took him to the temple and said, God gave me Samuel as a gift. I'm just gonna give him back to the Lord. Samuel lived and worked in the temple under the tutelage of, of a priest named Eli. So Samuel is there, and as he's sleeping one night, the Lord calls to Samuel, and the, the first thing just to pull out from this is that, that Samuel is super young, and yet the Lord just starts calling out to him 
as if it's just a very normal thing. From the Lord's point of view, it is. And so we were made for prayer. God gave us a heart that, that without needing any other special things, our hearts are, are tuned to God in a way that, that without even saying anything out loud, but in the quiet of my heart interiorly, I, I, can, I can talk with the one who made me, who gave his life for me, who made the whole universe. And that's the starting point. We don't have to reach a certain age. In fact, sometimes I think it's easier to connect with God when we're younger. But from the youngest of ages to the oldest, we were made to talk with the Lord, to have that heart-to-heart conversation with him in prayer. And we don't have to wait till we get to a certain age. It doesn't require obtaining a particular degree or a whole lot of study. When you look at the lives of so many of the saints, what you find out is, is that very naturally when they were young, God stirred in their heart and they responded. And so we were made for that. And it's just the most awesome thing that, that, that God designed us in that way. Now, as it continues, when Samuel hears that, that voice saying, or calling out to him, Samuel, 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 he runs to Eli and says, here I am, you called me. So notice that Samuel initially misunderstands what is happening. He hears the voice calling him by name, but he doesn't know that it's the Lord. And so he, he misreads it. And this can happen to us. There are times when we will feel the Lord stir something up in our hearts. It can be a longing for love. It can be a, a, a longing for a deeper connection. Things get stirred up in our hearts and we, we misread it and we go horizontal. So Samuel goes to Eli, here I am, you called me. He doesn't realize that the call is from, from God. There are times when the Lord stirs things up in our hearts and we initially read it, misread it, at just the human level. And we may not know that it's God himself that, that's calling us to, to, to an intimacy, a closeness with him. So when, when we're teens and young adults, one way that that often happens, I think, is you know, we were made for love. Our hearts feel a deep longing for love. Very often, we misread that initial ache in our heart for love, we misread it as just thinking, oh, I, I, I need to be dating somebody. I, I, I've gotta have someone in my life that way. Now, that very well could be God's plan, especially if your vocation is marriage. But I'm using that just as an example to say that the Lord stirs things up in our hearts and we just, we wanna be in a place where we can read it and understand it properly. Now, Samuel doesn't do that initially. Um, so as the reading continues, this happens once and then twice, and then the reading tells us, at that time Samuel was not familiar with the Lord. So we need to learn. And this is a beautiful thing about prayer, is that we were made for it, but it's something that we grow into. We don't have to have it all down perfectly. It's something that, that we grow into, but we do need to become familiar with how the Lord moves in our hearts, what it, what it feels like. 
when the Holy Spirit is stirring something up in my heart, what the voice of the Lord sounds like interiorly when he's inviting me to meet him in prayer or, or to step out in love of him or to, to, to live and act in a particularly virtuous way. So we need to learn. And the, the beautiful thing about our Catholic faith is we have centuries of saints who teach us how to pray, how to meet the Lord. And we have such a richness there. It's just so awesome that we don't have to start from scratch on that. I, I was talking with, uh, with an adult after the children's mass today, uh, and just he had a, a question about prayer, but it sparked um, a, a beautiful little memory that Saint Therese, the, the French Carmelite sister, uh, had written in her autobiography. She recounted when she was just a little girl, she, now she's in France in the 1800s, and so it's, it's the, the bigger bed with you know, the curtains around and all that, but as a little girl, she would crawl behind her bed and take the bed curtain and just wrap it around her, hide from the rest of the family, and then she said that she would sit there and in her little girl's mind, she said she would think about God. And it was, it was just years later that she understood the Lord was calling her just to meet him in prayer. And as a little girl, she thought, I'm just thinking about God, but what she was doing was she, just in her heart, she, she was meeting him in prayer. So we have all of these examples of saints who get to teach us awesome things about prayer. Now, for Samuel, because he's not familiar with the Lord, a third time the Lord calls him. He gets up, he goes back to Eli. Here I am, you called me. And then the reading says, then Eli understood that the Lord was calling the youth. So now Eli is aware and he can give that instruction to Samuel. Go to sleep and if you are called, reply. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So again, that just connects with the fact that we, we need to learn how to pray, even though it's what we were made for, but we need guides. We need people to teach us how to pray, and the Lord gives Samuel the gift of Eli, who can instruct him and tell him, this is what you should do. So um, who in your life right now has that role? And, and it, it could be someone in the flesh. It could be that, that someone gave you a, a spiritual classic as the guide, but who is it right now that the Lord is wanting to work through and use to, to teach you how to go deeper in your prayer? So Samuel goes back to sleep again, and then he does what Eli taught him to do. He hears the Lord call, and then he says, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. We often begin prayer in terms of us speaking to God, and that, that clearly is part of it, but what's beautiful here is that Samuel, taught by Eli, his first thing is, Lord, I'm listening. How awesome is that? Like, so often when we go into prayer, it's like, Lord, I've got so much I need to say to you, and that's good. But I love this reading because it teaches us more, even more important than what we have to say to God is what he has to say to us. And he does speak, and it doesn't come in, in audible voices, but he makes the voice of his heart clear in our hearts. The, the Holy Spirit really does move in our hearts, and it is something that we can, we can become familiar with, and I know there, uh, you guys, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. There are times when 
something will, will play out in the course of the day and you know that that, that inspiration uh, to love God in some way, to, to do good in some way, you sense inside your heart that it didn't come from you. And, and the Lord does that and it's through the Holy Spirit that he does that. So to get familiar with the Lord speaking to us and that we would recognize the movements of the Holy Spirit within our heart. So this is, it's a beautiful little teaching on prayer here. Um, a, a couple basic things just to, to, to wrap this up here with you. Um, the best prayer is prayer from your heart. It doesn't have to be someone else's words or, or a formal prayer, although the Lord himself gives us the, the Lord's prayer and, and having something like that for corporate prayer is essential. The best prayer in your heart is just you speaking with God heart to heart. And remember that you can, you can tell him everything. He is not only interested in the good stuff, and besides he's God, he knows what's going on in your heart anyway, but sometimes people think, well, I, I, I don't think that God wants to hear that. I don't think he wants to know that I'm struggling with this thing or that thing. Yeah, he does. He loves you. There, there's nothing in your life that is insignificant to him. So praying from the heart and saying whatever is going on in your heart, it keeps you authentic before God, and that's gonna change the way that you live. When you pray authentically, you begin to live authentically, and that's what we want. And then finally, remember that when, when you pray and you talk with the Lord, God is a trinity of persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and we are able to, to pray to each of them individually in a unique way. Maybe some of you have noticed that, that the way that you pray to the Father or the times that you talk to the Father are different than when you speak with, with Jesus the Son. And maybe yet again you notice that it's different when you call on the Holy Spirit. Three divine persons, one God, but we are able to have, we should have a relationship in prayer with each of them. And this is just what makes it all just so amazingly beautiful. You were made for this. You were made to be able to meet the Lord in prayer. And there's no other creature that was made that way. And so let's ask the Lord for that grace to have stirred up in our hearts a desire and a longing to meet him in prayer, to exercise that incredible and, and awesome gift that he's given to each one of us.